many of you have seen the brand new Nahum Siegel Network schedule, and proudly on Wednesdays, starting after the uh, holiday of Sukkot, we're going to be uh, presenting a program, which I'm going to have the honor of hosting, uh, called Branching Out, brought to you by the JNF, the Jewish National Fund. Jewish National Fund gives all generations of Jews a unique voice in building a prosperous future for the land of Israel and its people. And our friend Russell Robinson, in 1998, became the CEO of uh, JNF, of the Jewish National Fund, and um, it has been in existence for over 100 years, doing amazing work. And so many people in this area, in the United States, I would say even specifically in the New York, New Jersey area, have had JNF in their hearts for a long, long time. Russell Robinson, Shana Tava, happy, healthy, and sweet New Year to you, and thank you for joining us here at JM in the AM. Nachem, Shana Tova to you and all of your uh, listeners, and thank you for having us and, and being part of our program, Branching Out. I appreciate that, and we're really looking forward to it. We love when we get an opportunity to inform people about Israel, and obviously because of what you've done, we'll be able to do that, and it's much appreciated. Why is it? Why is it that so many people in this area uh, have felt such a connection through JNF to 6,000 miles away for so many decades? How would you evaluate it, Russell Robinson? Well, Nachum, I think that you have to take methodologies that turn into great ideologies. Uh, uh, for instance, the blue box. Everybody talks about that blue pushka. <laughs> but it was a methodology. It was a fundraising uh, uh, program. It was a group of people that in 1901 had to come up with a way to collect money. Literally major gifts. You took pennies and coins that were food that was part of your everyday existence, and you were putting them into a box to uh, repurchase the land of Israel for the Jewish people everywhere. Well, that methodology became a great ideology, and today still hundreds of thousands of blue boxes a year are distributed to schools and allowing children to have that uh, real living connection with uh, the land and the people of Israel. The tree certificate. Uh, everybody <laughs> remembers either uh, putting a, a leaf on their tree certificate or buying a tree certificate for those that have passed or a sim card that has been in their life. You, you know, so I, was, I, I, know I know you thought I was crazy. I know you thought I was crazy. And Miriam L. Wallach, when I asked her three years ago to do this, I think she thought I was nuts. But when we launched the Nahum Single Network, I basically said we can't do it unless someone plants trees in its honor. And you, of course, showed up. It was one of the highlights of my career, as I told you. I don't know what it And then, by the way, and I appreciate Jade, you just offered me condolences before this conversation. My mother passes away. I said to myself, I bet you at some point in an envelope, somebody will send a certificate in her memory. And, of course, I have it in a very safe and secure place at this point. I I, I can't explain it. Maybe maybe you just did a good job at explaining it, frankly. Well, I think that, you know, that that uh, methodology becomes an ideology because people wanted to connect. Um, and when you want to connect, you know, it, it, what, take, take a tree. You plant a tree in, in memory of your mother, Nachum. Uh, that tree is, is planted in the land of Israel. It's growing. Children are playing under it. What's a better way to allow that memory of a loved one, but also the connection to the land and to the people of Israel? And that's why we call it branching out as part of our new program. Right. Because everybody knows us for the blue box and the tree. But branching out, it's that we are so much more, and, and we're so happy to be on the Nachum Siegel Show to tell that message, to make sure that our message of branching out gets out 
to the widest audience possible. Well, I appreciate that. You know, it's interesting. When I think of branching out, two things come to mind, and I'm sure already you know exactly where I'm heading with this because I've discussed this with you so many times. Um, the efforts that you have made in the Negev and the, the way you've joined the Chalutzim, the way you've joined the pioneers, right? This great, you know, long-time established Jewish organization teaming up with a group of youngsters who want nothing more than to build the land physically and you giving them that opportunity. That, to me, is one of the most amazing developments of the last few years. And those efforts continue, if I'm not mistaken. Well, they continue, they're stronger than ever, and your uh, listenership is really the listenership that understands it best. 21st century Zionism is alive and it's well. Yeah. I know that on uh, April, uh, I think October 26th, you're going to be having uh, Yehuda Haresh. Uh, right. who, Yehuda comes from the community of Halutzas, uh, the community that 10 years ago, the people of uh, the Gaza were evacuated, and they could have gone anywhere. They were offered money for their land. They could have gone to Tel Aviv. They could have started a new life anywhere, anywhere in the world. But what did they do? They took a piece of land that no one had tilled the soil before. Mm-hmm. And today, go see what Jewish National Fund and the people from the Gaza evacuation and the growth of new community people that are moving there have done. See carrots that are planted in sand that nothing had ever grown for thousands of years. Go and see seed production and new parks. And today we're building a new medical center because for a mother to have to go for prenatal care two and a half hours to go get a checkup, that's not fair. And that's why Jewish National Fund answers that call. We branched out. We're involved in so many things, new communities throughout the Negev, growth of old communities, communities, not come that you know were established in the 1950s and left behind. Jewish National Fund will not leave them behind. What city is that going to officially be in the medical center? Well, so it's, it's three of the communities in the Chalutza communities, and Benayim Nitzarim is one of those communities, wow. and that's going to be all together close to almost 25,000, 30,000 people that are going to be utilizing that new medical center in the Chalutza communities. It's the second one that we have built. The first one was in the Arava, a community of almost uh, 4,000 people that if your child broke their arm, you drove two and a half hours to Beersheba, to go wait in an emergency room at Soroka Hospital. Not fair, not a way to grow a country, not a way the Jewish National Fund branching out doesn't touch every part of Israeli's life. Amazing. Russell Robinson is with us, CEO of the Jewish National Fund. The other area, of course, when I think of branching out over the last uh, decades, is in the area of water. And, I, I, and you know, whether it's water development, water purification, uh, water innovation, whatever, whatever term you want to use, it seems you're always at the forefront of it. Uh, I read and see on TV these interviews with Hollywood stars who, to their credit, are trying their best with different water projects to, you know, to quench the thirst of different African countries and communities. And, of course, it's a noble effort, and in many cases it works. But sometimes I'd say to myself, haven't you guys solved all this already? Like, you know, all the efforts that they're making, haven't you gone ahead and, you know, established the answer to all these questions at this point? Well, I think that uh, the word solve is, is, is a victory bell, but not a complete victory bell. But Jewish National Fund, let me give you a quick statistic. Fourteen years ago, there was a sign at the Canaret, the Sea of Galilee, all the way up north. It said, no um, diving. Right. To be able to touch the water. From that sign, 
you had to walk two football fields. <laughs> Israel was in a catastrophe. Farmland being dug up every single day. We were at a chance to losing everything about our Zionist ideals and our dreams that we had we had even even thought about that never could have happened in a dry, parched land. We were growing our own food. We were providing substance for our people. And all of that was drying up. Today, Israel reuses 80% of its water. The country next to it, Spain, at 17%. Israel makes the world a better place. Israel's showing the world how to take care of its water. And I know that in October you're having Seth Siegel, who just wrote a book called Let There Be Water. It right. just came out. You can go on Amazon or one of the, the uh, uh, places to buy it. Let There Be Water by Seth Siegel. And he is elevating the uh, uh, water issue to a national, international agenda. And his Jewish National Fund is doing a series of these workshops throughout places like California where we're going to bring the Israeli know-how technology, the Jewish, the Jewish idea of making the world a better place. We're bringing it across the country, showing states that Israel has rung the bell of winning the water situation Victory's not there. We still have 30% of farmland that we have to provide water for. But, whoa, from that 15 years ago when you walked two football fields to knowing that Israel is now providing solutions for water around the world, read the book Let There Be Water by Seth Siegel. Listen to him on your show, and you will learn that Israel truly leads the world. And when there are requests from foreign countries, meaning countries outside of Israel, for the expertise, for the advice, uh, to help with these, you know, countries that are simply parched at this point. Is Israel, is the JNF able to, you know, to help them in any way? Uh, not only are we able to help them, I'm going to tell you a story. This came back from Milan, Italy. Uh, the, the Milan, Italy held the World Expo. It's held every six years in countries around the world, and this one was about food and water. There was, I don't know, 75 countries. Countries, Nakam, I couldn't even know there were countries. <laughs> From China, United States, the biggest one across the, the, the way was Iran. Who had a line for two and a half to three hours at their pavilion? The Israel Pavilion that had part of the Jewish National Fund and the Karen Kayyem in Israel putting together a pavilion on how Israel has come up with water solutions, solving food problems from throughout the world. You saw people in burqas. You saw Sikhs, Christians, people from all over the world lined up for two and a half hours at the Israel Pavilion, a country that for all its reasons could come up with an excuse that it doesn't have to participate in helping the world has people lined up to learn how Israel's solutions can help their part of their world. And I didn't realize it until I just looked it up as you're saying his name, Seth M. Siegel, and it's S-I-E-G-E-L, folks, SethMSiegel.com. Not only has information about the book, and as you heard Russell say, we'll speak to him next month, but in addition to that, uh, he's got a bunch of articles, one that reads, From Africa to China, How Israel Helps Quench a Developing World's Thirst. And there's a whole bunch of other material there that people could look up and see how water has made the news. It's unbelievable, really, that, uh, again, when you talk about branching out, uh, here was a country, 1948, this drop of rain, Nakam, falls on the same piece of land. The soil is the same soil. But when you could look from a satellite or from an astronaut to look down onto that earth and see the green belt of Israel, 
That's the Jewish National Fund experience. That's the Jewish experience. That's the difference that we do. We spend our time building life. Pretty amazing. Are there going to be more water summits down the road? There's going to be water summits in almost every state around the country. We're wow. going to be putting them on. Come to JNF.org, uh, um, and you can find right on our 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 our, our uh, head of our website, uh, front page of our website, all the water summits that are going to be held from Texas to California, uh, in, in New York, all across. And we're having so many people, governors and and mayors and and city council members and state representatives, asking us, please come and uh, bring the Israel technology to our state, to our city, we're in need. Russell Robinson is with us. The National Conference for the Jewish National Fund will happen in Chicago, and uh, that's going to happen uh, in October, October the 23rd through the 26th at the Fairmont Chicago and Millennium Park. Uh, again, that's the National Conference, which will attract uh, not only Ambassador Michael Oren uh, with JNF's highest honor, the Shalom Peace Award. He'll be honored at that, uh, at that event. You'll also hear from keynote speaker Ambassador Ron Prosur, permanent representative of the State of Israel, to the UN for now. Uh, we know that transition's about to take place. What happens at the national conference? And is this something that, I don't know, you know, regular people in our audience might be interested in? A hundred percent. We're going to have well over, you know, a thousand people coming to our national conference every year. This year it's in Chicago. We move it from community to community. Go to jnf.org and you can sign up for our national conference. We just now, uh, Sippy Livney is also going to be a speaker, uh, on, on, uh, on Friday now. Um, and, uh, we're going to have Seth Siegel's going to be there, uh, presenting, uh, information about his book. This is an opportunity to really learn. We're going to have over 250 college students around the country, over 200 high school students from the Chicago area. And that's above and beyond the over 1,000 people that we're bringing to our conference from around the United States to allow us the opportunity to spread our message to our leadership, to people who want to know about it, information that sometimes gets lost. You know, in branching out, we're involved in Aliyah, Aliyah with Nefesh Benefesh, bringing North Americans to Israel, to the north and to the south. It's our opportunity to, to, at our conference, to bring that message and what we do with that. It brings our message of, of course, forestation, our historical sites, our work with disabilities. I know you're going to have Doron Almog and, right. uh, on, on, uh, on, from Ale Negev, but Ale Negev is one of many works that we do for people with disabilities that we do not leave one human life behind in Israel. You know so that we d- provide that information from the north to the south. You know Doron joined us for the show we did from Stay Road, and it was an amazing conversation. It was yes, great. I, I, I have it, and it's on our side as well. And Nachum, again, you can tell your listeners, it's in, here is an inspiration, a man, again, yep. a hero, yep. uh, a person who, who experienced his own tragedy with his brother, his own uh, issues with his son who was born, who never was able to say Abba or Ima, but, and his son passed away. And he could have said, Dainu, I did my bit. But instead, he's involved every single day in Ale Negev and people working with people with disabilities in Israel because it's a mission that he says his son still speaks out to him. And so you have that opportunity, I know, in November to hear Daron Almog in that message. Yeah, pretty amazing. Jewish National Fund National Conference happens in Chicago, begins in October the 23rd. You can go to jnf.org for information. You can call their toll-free number at 855 356 Two two four. As we said, branching out is going to start after Sukkot with us here at the Nahum Siegel Network. You have an opportunity to hear a whole bunch of amazing people. And we were on that flight, by the way. I'm sure you know this. We were on that flight, uh, the most recent um, chartered Aliyah flight, 
with Nefesh Benefesh. It must be an incredible feeling to add that to your repertoire, to be on yet another winning team. Absolutely. And, you know, this is a story that has to be told. You know, over 44,000 North Americans have made Aliyah to Israel. These are people who are changing the entire demographics and changing the entire way of Israel. Uh, you have people who are members of Michael Oren, right. uh, a North American made Aliyah, who you said is being honored at our conference. Right. But you get to come and see how they're moving to places like Carmiel and Beersheba. And it's not places where we put... Quote, the immigrants who have nowhere else to go, these are North Americans with, you know, masters and PhDs and families, and they're helping to build the periphery, the frontier of Israel. And for that, you know, you get to be part of something special, people that are coming to Israel not to save it, but because they love it. And to be participating in that as a Jewish National Fund family member is something very, very special. I want to point out to everybody, the book is called Let There Be Water, Israel's Solution for a Water-Starved World. Seth M. Siegel, S-I-E-G-E-L, is the author, as Russell Robinson mentioned. And when you go to that website, SethMSiegel.com, you have a chance to actually win a trip to Israel just by purchasing the book. All the information is there. you want to check that out. What about missions? Is the mission calendar from JNF filled for 5776? All you have to do is go on JNF.org and go on our trips. We have trips going every single month, sometimes two or three a month, from culinary missions to a generic kind of a mission that goes in the fall and the spring. So it's a catch-for opportunity that people who wanted to see all of Israel in a whole different light. I know that a lot of people in your in your listenership go to Israel often. So we offer a Wednesday departure every week out of our Jerusalem office, and you can go online, and it's $50 and it gets you lunch and see the northern Negev for a day. And if you, if you think you know Israel, take that one-day tour on Wednesday, our, our weekly departure. And I'm telling you, Nachum, your people will come back and call you and tell you, I saw an Israel I never knew existed. Now that's a great idea. People should keep that in mind. And I, I wanted to join you for the uh, JNF Sports Tour of Israel. Any very exotic ones coming up in the next few months? <laughs> well, in the sports one, we're coming up uh, probably in the next uh, uh, two to three months, we're going to be announcing a baseball trip to Israel. You're serious? We're involved in, in uh, baseball in Israel, and, and it's uh, partly because of our operations with, with Nefesh Benefesh and our working in the frontier, uh, building uh, new parks and, and recreation sites and new communities. So for those interested in baseball, we're going to have it, and uh, you can come and hit a home run with the Jewish National Fund. So this is even without the existence of the IBL. There's still a baseball trip from JNF. And not only is there still a baseball trip, you know, there's thousands of people paying, playing baseball. We've already built new parks in Israel. You can see a, a real building of that entire uh, sport in Israel, and, and it's fascinating. Uh, my favorite quick story was I went to one of our parks that we built up in the north. There was uh, practice going on. One of them was a Yemenite family was eating, uh, you know, out, and they're watching their kids play. And I said, do you know what's going on? And they said, not a clue. <laughs> I said, well, why are you here? They said, well, it's a great sport. We get to eat all of our dinner, and uh, we don't have to watch every second like soccer. So they're even loving it there. It's a great family-oriented uh, opportunity. Pretty amazing. I love that. Russell Robinson, CEO of uh, the JNF. Go to JNF.org for all the information about everything we've spoken about and branching out. We'll begin next month. And we'll, uh, yeah, right next month or right after Sukkot, and we'll, of course, give you more information as we get closer. Always a pleasure speaking to you. A happy, healthy, and sweet New Year to you. 
Sweet New Year to you, and I'll just throw out one more. Sure. Our 800 number for planting trees. It's a time for New Year's. And, oh, yes. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, you have uh, through Sukkot and Simcha's Torah, any joy, any Simcha, as well as obviously in, in memory of, 1-800-542-8733, 1-800-542-8733. And, uh, again, Nachum, thank you, and I look forward to being part of Branching Out starting in October. Greatly appreciate that. Thank you so much. Happy, healthy, sweet New Year. Russell Robinson, no limit on the trees, by the way. He has told me off the air. <laughs> you can buy as many as you want. It's amazing, I'm telling you. <laughs> People think I'm nuts, but for some reason it touches the heart when you get that certificate. 1-800-542-8733 is the number. 24 minutes after 8 o'clock. Tzom Gedalia morning. A very happy, healthy, and sweet 5776 to everybody from all of us here at JM in the AM. <laughs>